Hey, what's up everybody? It's your girl Shantae back with another episode of Chatting with Shantae. How in the world are y'all doing? Me, I'm doing pretty good. So I know my last couple episodes were a little heavy and kind of down and sad and deep. So I told y'all on the last episode that the next episode, which is this one, was going to be a little bit more lighthearted and fun. And so that's what it is. I asked everyone on all my social media accounts to send me some questions because I wanted to do like a Q&A, get to know me type of episode. Now I've done this before on my YouTube channel, but I haven't been on YouTube in a few months. So we're going to disregard that and we're going to start anew. So y'all sent me some very great questions and I can't wait to answer them and I'm not going to make this too too long because y'all know I can talk so we're going to get right into it okay. So the first question I'm actually going to answer um it technically wasn't one submitted to be part of my Q&A but it is a question that I've gotten a few times but she just asked me because she wanted to know for her own personal knowledge but I'm going to answer it anyway. So a few people have asked me, how do they get on my show? And at first I was like, oh my goodness, I'm at a point where people are asking me how they get on my show. Look at me. Okay, God. But it's very, very simple. You ain't got to go through a whole bunch of steps. All you got to do is DM me. If you have my number, you can text me and just say, hey, I love the show or whatever the case is. I would love to promote my business or just chat with you about any topic, celebrity news, Um, world news anything that you want to chat about vent about have a little girl talk or whatever the case is that's all you have to do now the only thing is it won't be like the very next show or whatever because I do like to schedule my shows in advance like a few weeks at a time in advance so that way I won't be scrambling around trying to get things together last minute I do have a format and a structure that I go by So like from this show, my next three or four shows are already planned out. That's the only thing, but I'm not going to be that type of person and I'm not that type of person that's going to be like, oh yeah, you can be on the show and then I never write you back. I most definitely have my notes and my list of people that I'm going to talk with and what we're going to talk about and you're most definitely on the list. It's just, you know, I have to go in order of which I already have my show scheduled. So that's the only thing, but it's very, very simple to get in contact with me. And now I will say I have, like yesterday, I did make like a email specifically regarding my podcast. So chattingwithshante at gmail.com, that is my email solely for my uh, podcast business emails. So it's not my personal personal email but that's the email I use when I want to reach out to people to interview them and if you uh, don't DM me if you want to email me or whatever the case is that is the email that you can reach me at regarding getting on the show so it's very very simple that's it now when I blow up blow up then (laughs) but yeah that's how that happens okay so now for the actual first question the first one is name three people you want to interview and so there's so many people so many people I want to interview okay and it's gonna happen period But as of right now, three people that I can say that I want to interview right now is first Tabitha Brown. If you know me, you know I've been talking about Tabitha for months now. I love her. And I've had some encounters with her where we've talked and, you know, things like that. But I just 
really want like a one-on-one session with her. I love Tabitha Brown. To interview her and hear her story, even though I've watched several of her interviews and heard her share her story before with other people, it gets more inspiring and interesting every single time. Just hearing the stories she would tell about her mother and how her mother was telling her what her life was going to be like and hearing her struggles and her like what led her to go vegan and things like that. And if you don't know who Tabitha Brown is, I'm not sure which rock and bikini bottom that you're living in with Patrick Starr. But you know, she is a very famous, very well-known and popular vegan vegan food influencer, actress, comedian. Just bomb, okay? Just bomb. And just to talk with her and... Because she's the epitome of you're never... It's never too late to go after your dreams. You're never too old to go after your dreams, even though she's nowhere near old. But you know what I'm saying. And just consistency is key. Praying, having faith, you know, working while you wait and believing and trusting that God, you know, he's going to give you everything you want in due time. You know, you have to go through some things, but her story is just incredible. And the story of how she and her husband met. Just every story is incredible. So I just love her so much. She's such an inspiration. And so Auntie Tab, hey, hey. And y'all tag her and spam her messages and be like, hey, Auntie Tab, um, at Chatting with Shantae has been dying to interview you. So please, let's make it happen, okay? And I know what's going to happen. It's going to happen, but in due time. The next person I would love to interview is Michelle Obama, honey. Michelle Obama is just grace, class, poise personified. She is my birthday twin, January 17th, period. And for her to be in the position that she was as the first lady of the United States, that's a stressful job. That you have to maintain a certain level of stature. And she did that and she just made it look so elegant and easy and classy and that's how I always want to carry myself even in the most stressful situations just knowing how to conduct myself and never let no one see you sweat and just carry yourself with such grace and poise and class I love her And then a third person that I would love to interview is Tyler Perry. He is the definition of self-made. It has recently come out that he is now a billionaire. And I think everyone is familiar with his story, how he started off homeless. And, you know, his plays, they were doing okay. And then his plays went from okay to being sold out every show. And, you know, plays became TV shows. And TV shows became movies and movies became him having his own studio just everything is amazing and to hear his story and his upbringing and you know and he's from New Orleans I'm from Louisiana so seeing people from where you're from your state your hometown and seeing how far they've made it is just such an inspiring and inspiration and I would love to hear his story for sure and then of course I have to mention Janet Jackson because I'm going, when I interview Janet, honey, y'all won't be able to tell me nothing, okay? I have to mention her. I just have to mention her. But y'all ain't going to be able to tell me not a damn thing, okay? I'm just letting y'all know that now. Y'all think I'm a diva now? Honey, wait till I say my interview with Janet Jackson will be up at noon central time. Just wait till that comes out, okay? Y'all won't be able to talk to me. Y'all won't be able to look at me. I'm going to be on my highest horse. But... 
yeah <laughs> so the next question is where do I see myself in the next three years I most definitely see myself happy I know that's a very broad answer but I really do see myself happy because I feel like within the next three years everything is really going to be set in place the way I envisioned it um maybe not every single thing but you know things are really going to be starting to make sense if that makes sense um I see myself in love fully in my career and even though my podcast is not a hobby and everything that I do regarding my media career is not a hobby it is my career um I still have a regular nine to five job and my goal is to only like my main source only source of income is to be my media my brand and so I do see that for myself being fully in my career my main source of income being me hosting and things like that um having an official show I do have an official show of course that y'all are listening to right now but having an official official show like a network show um, still doing what I love, sharing stories, talking about the latest news, interviewing, hosting, all that good stuff. Um, living in a completely different state. Um, again, born and raised in Louisiana. I love Louisiana, but m- most of us who are from here, which I'm pretty sure other people in other states can relate to, you know, you love where you're from, your state, your city, but it's like I there's a whole other world out there for me to see and It ain't going to be seen just from Alexandria, Louisiana. I got to get up out of here. So especially, I guess it depends on the career field that you're trying to go into. So for me, I have to get on up out of here. But love you, Louisiana. I just can't stay here. So that's where I see myself in the next three years. You know, just really on my ish. I'm going to be 27 going uh, into 28. So yeah. Okay. The next question is, what do you love most about having a podcast? So many things, but I actually feel like I'm in my purpose because for the longest time, which I think I'm going to answer this more in depth in a different, yeah, in a later question, but I actually just feel like I'm in my purpose now. I truly feel like everything is starting to line up and prepare me for what's about to come. And I love it. I love being able to have my own platform that I created for myself and just be myself. Um, You know, when you're on other people's platforms or other people's whatever, it's like you can be yourself, but at the same time, you want to abide by their standards, how they do things, because it's not yours. But when you have your own show, your own platform, you can, you're your own boss. You know, you can do whatever you want. You can say whatever you want, talk about whatever you want, however you want. And I can just be myself. Um... What else? And my platform, because I am someone, I, you know, when I eat, everybody around me going to eat, period. And so my platform is not just for me to get my name out there and have things happening for me. But if I'm able to help other people, like promoting small businesses and letting other people have their moment to talk about whatever whatever it is that they want to talk about, share their story, promote their business, then I this is most definitely a safe place to do that. So just creating opportunities for other people as well. So I find that I can do that very efficiently with my podcast. Those are just a few reasons. I can go on and on and on about why I love my podcast. <clears throat> but so the next question is, do you have any regrets in your life thus far? Like I said, I'm 24 and I kind of learned at a 
young age. I mean, I'm still young, but I learned at a young age that you really shouldn't just live in regret, you know, like, of course I have moments back, you know, in college or whatever where, oh, you know, I wonder what it would be like if I would have did this, that, or the third, you know, and so, but is it regrets? No, because one, what's done is done. I can't go back in the past, even though 2020 is just hitting us from left field with all these crazy ass scenarios. I'm not surprised. I'm surprised that we're not back in 2005 right now with some time machine warping us back in time. I'm very surprised. But um, I've learned to not live in fear, um, live in regret, because I feel like when you live in regret and fear, that's all that that's how your everyday life is. And it's clouding your mind and you just can't enjoy your life to the fullest and so now of course I have those moments where it's like if I knew back then what I know now I probably would have did a few things differently but as far as living in regret no I just see things as lessons and blessings and you know just learn how to go on forward you can't change yesterday um you can just only focus on today and the days to come and just try and be a better you than you were yesterday I know I got all poetic on y'all just yeah just now I know this <laughs> I know this I get deep sometimes I do but yeah so I don't really have any regrets again I do have certain things where it's like uh, you know I wish or you know I wonder what it would be like if I would have did this or whatever the case is which you know that's a human trait to have but as far as regret not really so this next question chow are you a freak? Listen, I think everybody has freak up in them, okay? Everybody's a freak. It just takes that certain person to bring out all the levels of your freakness, okay? Um, I ain't gonna put too much of my business out there, but... <laughs> um, let me move on. Let me, let me just go on about my business and go on to the next question because, uh-uh, I ain't got time. But... Like I said, it just takes that person to bring out things and, okay, let me get, let me go. Bye. Let me go on to the next question. Let me just go to the next question, Jesus. If you're my friend, then you've heard my stories. Amen. God is good. But anywho, so the next question is, what is my type? I like to think that I don't have a type, like I don't have a list and it's like he has to be this skin complexion, he has to be this tall, he has to be blah blah blah. I've never really just done that but subconsciously I think, I don't think I have a type but I have noticed like with my ex and even guys before him that I you know talked to, not, not really dated but talked to. They all kind of not look the same, but they have similar builds. Like, I'm very attracted to, like, that tall basketball build. You know, muscular, but not, like, bulky, uh, but not lanky either. Little tattoos, little brown skin ting. Um, but the main thing is I love gentlemen okay I love gentlemen who actually take their time to get to know a young lady who courts them um if you're not sure what courting is and what chivalry is I need you to get on google and learn about it because I feel like some guys in this generation just have no clue um, but yeah, I just love gentlemen. I love people who can make me laugh. I love laughing. I'm very big on communication. So if we're able to talk out our issues and, 
you know, it's not a one-sided thing. Like, I don't want to be the only one talking. And then when I ask you, so what do you think or whatever, and you're just all up on your phone, you're not engaging in the conversation, and then you're wondering why I start screaming and cussing you out, it's like... I shouldn't have even gotten to this point, but you acting like you're too cool. I I just don't like people who are nonchalant. Like, it's okay to express your feelings in person. And so, yeah, I love men who are able to communicate. I love um, romantic guys. I love guys who know where they're going, who have a clear vision or not even just a clear vision because you know 20 we're in our 20s now we're not really supposed to have it all figured out but guys who have an actual plan for their lives and just aren't sitting on their butts all day like I love motivated guys you know just guys like that but yeah I can go on and on and on and on if you haven't listened to my dating in 2020 is ghetto episode go on and listen to that just just go on and listen to that okay okay So the next question is, what's the hardest thing about being natural? For me personally, I've been natural three years. Um, This year made three years. I would say for me, the consistency. I am the definition of a lazy natural. I know there are so many girls who say, oh, I'm a lazy natural. No, honey, I'm a very lazy natural, okay? I am not the girl that's going to give you hair tutorials or nothing like that oh no I find what works for me but at the same time I'm very lazy you have to dedicate an entire day just for your hair wash day is a bitch okay it's a workout and it's a bitch um and you go through that constant battle of do I want to rock my natural hair do I want to rock a wash and go do I want to get braids do I want to get a wig or sew in don't want to just shave all this shit off. Like, you just go through all the motions, okay? And one day your hair acts right, and then the other day you can't get it to act right for nothing. So you just pull it back into a slip back bun. Or if you're like me, you have a whole collection of head wraps. You just wrap it up and call it a day. It's just, ugh, my goodness. It's just the maintenance of it. It's just high maintenance. But I love being natural, but I do have days where I'm just like, oh, no, honey. And to the person who said going natural is the cheap and easy way out, you were smoking something because natural hair products and regimens is not cheap. It is not easy. Like, honey, until you dedicate an entire day just for washing your hair and caring for it, I don't want to hear nothing about it. I don't want to hear nothing from you. Your opinion doesn't matter. You should zip your lips. You should glue them shut, actually. So... I don't know who started that rumor, but they need to be hit upside the head with with a diffuser <laughs> attached to a blow dryer. Just, you know, just get hit upside the head, please. Um, so this next question is, how was it talking to Saweetie? It's been three months and I'm still very mind blown that I actually talked to her. Um, talking to her, like actually talking to her during the interview, it was so fun because I was so very nervous like leading up to it even when our call was connecting the moments before I was literally shitting bricks literally shitting bricks (laughs) sorry if that's TMI but when I get nervous my stomach be getting anyway child anyway so I was so nervous and I kept writing and rewriting my questions like oh my goodness is this a good question like I was going through the motions child and When I sat down and our call connected, I was still nervous, shaking, sweating. But as soon as Saweetie said, hey, Shantae, girl, 
all of my nerves literally walked out the door. It truly felt like I was talking to one of my old friends from college, one of somebody who I um, grew up with, like we had known each other for years and that was our very first conversation. And on top of that, that was only my fifth episode of my podcast. I started my podcast June 1st. That happened. Okay, so the way it happened is a crazy story in itself. So on June 24th at 6.24, okay, 6.24 at 6.24 p.m., I had tweeted just randomly, I'm going to interview at Sweetie on my podcast one day soon, claiming it. And I just tweeted it, thought nothing of it. I mean, you know, I didn't think that she was going to see it because she is someone who's very active on social media. She has so many fans and followers who write her and DM her and tag her and stuff all the time. So I'm thinking she ain't going to see that. And then, you know, a couple moments later, I get on FaceTime with my friend Kendra, my good sister, and we're talking about freaking SpongeBob. Okay. That's how random this is. We're joking around talking about SpongeBob episodes and I get back on Twitter and I have all these notifications and messages. Tell her when you want to, um, uh, interview her. She said, when blah, blah, blah. I'm like, what are y'all talking about? And so I scroll and I look and she quoted the tweet and I write her and then she proceeded to DM me. And from there, I'm talking to someone on her team. We're setting everything up. And mind you, this is now June 25th. Cause it was after midnight for me that same day, June 25th, I interviewed her. And then June 26th, the interview was up. So when I said I'm going to interview her one day soon, I didn't know how soon it was going to be. Not even a full 48 hours was this, not even a whole 24 hours had it been since I had tweeted it and then I was interviewing her. It's ridiculous how that even happened, but it really felt natural. Like I had been doing this my whole life. Like she was just one of my good homegirls and that's the vibe that she gives off. It was so fun. She's the sweetest person ever hence her name it was amazing it was amazing and even after it was said and done because of how fastly fastly quickly child because of how fast it went I was still trying to process it even after the episode was aired I was like what just happened so it was amazing talking to her so the next Y'all, I'm tired. Uh, The next question is, what made me start a podcast? So, funny story. Starting a podcast, hosting a podcast, was something that I had never, ever, never, ever, ever, ever had thought about doing in my life. I've always wanted to host my own show. I've always wanted to be a host and interview people. But in my mind, I've always seen myself on TV. It was always, I want to be a television host. I want to be on screen. I want people to see me. You know what I'm saying? So podcasting, y'all can't see me. Y'all can hear my lovely voice, (laughs) but y'all don't see me. And so I was like, what's the point, you know, of doing all this show, this show and stuff and no one can see me. So that's why doing a podcast is something that I never, ever thought about doing, right? I didn't know much about them. I had never really just listened to a podcast, whatever. And during this quarantine, a lot of things happened during this quarantine. A lot of eye-opening moments, a lot of soul-searching. Um, In April, I had made a vision board and I was writing down different goals and things like that. And I'm sorry, y'all thought I saw something. Okay, but I had wrote down goals and different things like that. And hosting my show has always been a goal of mine, right? But again, it was always television. So at towards the end of May, 
I was just chilling in my apartment. Now, mind you, we in quarantine and things like that. So I'm just chilling in my room or my living room, wherever. And something just came over me and I just started looking up how to start a podcast. What is a podcast? I started looking up different ones, YouTubing different apps to use, you know. And again, I had never done this before. Never thought about, podcast was nowhere on my brain. But something just came over me and just told me to start a podcast. Literally, I say it was a voice of God, honestly. Um, it just came on my heart and my mind, start a podcast. And so I just started researching it and what all it what all it entails. And I was like, oh my goodness. So then I set up an account. I set up everything and boom, June 1st, I set it up. And after I set up my account and everything like that and got my app and all that craziness, I started talking to God and I was like, I don't know what this is, God, but for some reason, I'm very, very excited for it. I, I feel like this is going to be something that's going to push me further into my career. This is going to be something that's going to guide me into the right direction to really flourish in my career. And I'm so very excited about it. So I started praying all these blessings and expectations over my podcast and those things have happened or they're happening. And I don't treat this like a hobby. I don't treat this as some gig. Like I'm very, I light up when I'm on this microphone. I love it so freaking much like I love it so much and when it came down to coming up with my name for years even prior to college I've always had the name chatting with Shantae scribbled in my notebook scribbled in my diaries for years I was looking through my old notebooks and journals that I wrote in and I've always had uh entries where chatting with Shantae is going to be the name of my own show you know like I've always had that name for years even prior to college years so when it came to what am I going to call a podcast chatting with Shantae a light bulb came off and what I wanted to talk about and things like that it just came so naturally and like I said, I don't just treat this like some little side thing. You know when it's something that you're meant to do and something that is truly your calling or whatever. When it's all that you can think about, you're consistently and constantly thinking thinking of ways to better get better at it and perfect your craft and reaching out to people to interview and, diff- and thinking of different topics and things like that. You're always searching for ways to uh, perfect your craft. So... That's the story of how my podcast came to be. It was not planned. It was not in my original thought process. It really literally just came to me on a random quarantine day, start a podcast. And I think that's why I feel like it's really my purpose because it wasn't something that I thought about doing. It wasn't something that I forced. It just literally came naturally. And I've been so very blessed and happy and so many opportunities have come Just for me starting this podcast, those known and those unknown that y'all will find out soon. But it's just crazy. And if you would have told me, hell, back in January, February, or March, or even April, that I would be the host of a podcast show and having these opportunities, talking to celebrities, I wouldn't have believed you. I wouldn't have because I had no clear idea of what it was that I wanted to do with my degree I did go through like a post-grad depression in 2019 I graduated in 2018 but 2018 was just the best year ever that's still my favorite year thus far even though even though 2020 is ghetto a lot of blessings have come out of 
2020 for me so I'm so very thankful but 2018 was just a very great year for me I mean graduated honors new job new car new apartment just all these great things and then 2019 it wasn't a bad year nothing bad happened but I felt like I was very stagnant and very stuck like nothing was happening so I kind of got in a little post-grad depression and I was like I don't even know what I want to do with my career like what you know and boom you know so yeah, that's the story of how my baby chatting with Shantae, the podcast, has come to be. And three months later, I am just still so much very in love with it than I, more than I was, and even more so than I was, you know, when I first started June 1st. So, yeah. Okay, so what is one goal that you want to achieve before the age of 30? There's so many things I want to achieve, but I kind of learned to not put an age limit or a time cap on my goals, not to get all preachy, but I've realized, you know, when you put a limit and a, a expiration date or, you know, an expectation date on things and when they don't happen when you want them to, you get in this funk, you get very angry, depressed and things like that. So I've learned to let things happen when they're supposed to happen, when God said it's time for me to have them. But, you know, working while I wait, making sure I'm perfecting my craft and working towards it. And when it's time for me to have it and obtain it and achieve it, it will happen. But there are a couple things. So I w- I've always loved writing. Always loved writing stories. I've always loved reading books before. I mean, from the age I can remember. I, I You know, for the longest time, right? And so becoming a best-selling author is most definitely something that I want to achieve before the age of 30. Like, I already know what this book is going to be about. I just need to do it, you know. And I still have a few years. I'm only about to be 25. But becoming an author, a a national best-selling author, part of Oprah's book club, you know, a best-selling book, honey. Becoming a published author, that is most definitely something that has always been on my goals list, bucket list, whatever it is. And then, of course, I would love to be a homeowner. You know, just having my own home. I mean, I'm in my own apartment, but you know, something that's really, really mine, my home, like about this house. Yeah. So that's most definitely something. And then, whatever other blessings God has my name on. So to wrap this up, because we, we 30 minutes in, y'all, and I'm tired. I am tired and I gotta get myself together but the last question is what's a weird slash random thing that you like to do I ain't gonna lie to you I'm very weird (laughs) I am so very weird I do a lot of different things um uh, I'm sorry y'all if my voice is cracking a little I've been talking a lot um meetings and other things that I got in the works and that's causing me to lose my voice a little but so sorry please forgive me but um yeah, I don't know how weird this is. I do a lot of weird shit and random shit, but when I'm in the car or just, you know, looking outside, I love looking at shapes of clouds. I've done that ever since I was a little girl with my mommy. Um, we do that to this day. We'll be in the car together and she's like, Des, what does that look like? You know, pointing at the clouds. And it's just something that I've always loved to do. It's so very relaxing. Um, it's really relaxing. It's very calming. As Janet would say, it's very cathartic. And I just always love doing that. And I find some very interesting shapes and clouds, y'all. My best one, and my mother can tell y'all, my best one and my favorite one to this day is when I saw a cloud in the shape of a shrimp. Baby, that was a whole shrimp 
that was a whole shrimp up there. And I will never forget the day. Me and my mom were in the car one day looking at the clouds. And she going to say, Des, look over there. That cloud looks like a cotton candy poof. And I'm just like, sis, it's a cloud. They all look like that. That was just so cute and funny. But I'm not sure how weird that is because I feel like a lot of people do that. But then again, I don't know. But yeah, that's just a little random thing that I like to do. And plus, it just gives me like a peace of mind and just relaxation. But um, yeah, we are now 32 minutes in, honey. And my voice is cracking. I sound very ashy in the throat. So I'm about to go, you know, get myself together. But I hope y'all enjoyed these little questions and answers, getting to know me a little bit better. And this is not the first time or the last time that I'm going to do this because y'all sent a lot of questions, but I didn't want this to be too, too long. So I have my other questions written down. So we're going to do this again, but y'all can still send me questions that y'all want me to answer. Oh, and speaking of that, I want to incorporate like a like an advice column type situation like a, what would Shantae do in this situation or this scenario so if you want to send me questions of different scenarios and you know wonder how I would handle them or get my input on some things please do so your girl is here okay ready to cut up and give all honesty all honesty we don't sugarcoat around here not in 2020 not in the pandemic but um yeah, so y'all do that for me. And if there's anything that y'all want me to talk about or if you would love to be on my show, just hit me up, okay? I am here. I am here, honey. But I'm not about to be here for much longer because I'm about to go to sleep. Your girl is tired. And again, I sound very ashy. So until the next episode, okay? I love y'all so very much. And thank y'all for rocking with me from the very beginning. I'm saying it's like I've been on this show for five years, but it's only been three months, but these have been some of the best three months ever. And all the encouraging words, all the comments, all the DMs, the messages, the calls, it just makes me happy so much every single day. And it does not go unnoticed. I appreciate every single word and I love y'all so 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 much I hope y'all love me because I am y'all's new favorite diva okay and y'all gonna have to adjust and learn to love me for me okay period but I'm about to let y'all go and I will catch y'all on the next episode okay I love y'all bye